Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And you did not sound thrilled, that's for sure. (laughs) I'm I'm Sierra. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, I am holding Sierra hostage (laughs) this week. Um, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) This maybe. This t- this week we were talking a brutal murder. Oh, um, it's a real serious downer. Um, I cried multiple times. Yay! Uh. But before we do, <laughs> how are we? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're moving <laughs> again. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Bet not. Because <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, we're moving. The, the house that we live in, the people that own it are selling it. So we have to move. However, we did find a new house. Yep. After a stressful two weeks. Mm. Um, <laughs> but we found a new house. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cute. It's got a pergola. Mm-hmm. And anyone that knows anything about Miss Emily Varner knows that I am obsessed with pergolas. Pergola? Pergola. Pergola. <laughs> Don't we have an episode Yo. called The Case of the Pergola? Uh, we have definitely have something. <laughs> and we've also, we did the, the whole pergola thing before. Um, I fucking love it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what episode that is. But it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Um, um I'm starting my new job tomorrow. <gasps> yes, she is. I we had a celebration dinner tonight. I don't even think the last time we talked to you that I had that job. So, yeah, Sierra's, Sierra's changing things. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I don't have any news. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really... I just, I like my job right now. Yeah. I'm working at a plant nursery, and that's kind of my jam. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's pretty much, I feel like it was a lot, but, like, that's really it. That is, that really is it. So. Thank goodness. That's me knocking on wood, bitches. Okay. So, on Get to the case. Get behind me, Satan. Basically. Um, me living in sin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we were... <laughs> <laughs> we were going over the lease for the new house and it was like um what did it say can't can't do anything illegal illegal or immoral and i was like define immoral because every time my partner comes over we do something immoral yeah like, <laughs> i'm like how can like, define <laughs> And I was like, look at you living in sin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're like, that's all I live in. That is literally all I live in. Um, <laughs> my bisexual self, so. <laughs> Which is not technically a sin, so. Exactly. In and my opinion, I guess. Exactly. Our resident Christian. So. 
Um, yeah, no, it is what it is. Look at the original language. <laughs> that's my hit, little tidbit that's on your, that. That's your little tidbit. Mm-hmm. I also haven't seen Sierra, like, really, like, gotten to see Sierra um, since Thursday of last week because she mm-hmm. went to Indiana. Yeah. So um, if we seem extra goofy, it's because we haven't been around each other in a couple of days. Yeah, so we have, we'll have, like, a stockpile of, like, <laughs> weird things. Um, so we have to get them all out, so... <laughs> So, on to the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are talking about literal human trash. One of our least favorite subjects. Mm. I mean, yeah. Also known as Susan Smith. Does that ring any bells for you? Because the moment I called my mother and I said, do you know who Susan Smith is? She goes, yeah, the lady who... <laughs> no, I got nothing. You got nothing? Like, maybe, like, when you start talking about it, like, oh, okay. You know like, what? You know what I should do before we do this? Let me call my dad and see if he knows who she is. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, I don't remember people's name. Yeah. But, like, if you, like, talk about, like, what happened, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have heard of that. But, like, I didn't yeah. know it was that person. Like, let me, let me, let me see if he answers one. Is he gonna? He's gonna let me like. Oh my God! First ring, he answered. Wow. Okay, Daddy, we have you're you're on the podcast right now, so we have a very important question for you. Okay. Do you remember who Susan Smith is? I do. He does. He does. Oh my God! I literally. Okay, so I haven't told Sierra what she did, but I was like, I bet you right now, if I call my dad, he's going to say yes. I do. Who know who that is? Because I called Mama earlier this week when I was doing the notes, and I was like, you know who Susan Smith is? She goes. Yeah, the lady who blank. And I was like, yep, that's the one. (laughs) She sure did. (laughs) All right. Well, that is all we have for you. I just wanted to confirm the fact that around here, everybody knows who that human trash is. So thank you, Papa. I love you. Bye. Okay. So he does know who it is. Gotcha. Short little break. Mm -hmm. Um, He does know who it is. So, born on September 26, 1971, in Union, South Carolina. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So she was a Virgo, too? No. So the next one? Libra. Mm. Yeah. No, don't put that fucking piece of trash in my horoscope. Oh. I don't know. That's what I was asking. I know yours is Virgo, and you're September, so. Yeah, September. It's September, um, no, it's like August 24th. 3rd to September 23rd or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Because Jeff is the last day. Because I knew it was, like, not quite, but uh-huh. I wasn't sure, like, what the date is. Yeah, he's, he's like, right on the cusp. Gotcha. Um, anyway. Do-do-do. Susan Lee, 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 Vaughn, I don't really fucking care. Vaughn was the youngest of three children and the only girl. Tragedy struck in 1977 when her father, Harry Ray, uh, completed suicide. Susan navigated that grief by keeping his coin collection and audio recording of her father's voice, but tried to kill herself at 13. Mm. Uh, when her mother, Linda, married Beverly C. Russell Jr. Is that a boy or a girl? It's a, it's a dude. Okay. Um, it, <laughs> it seemed the family's luck was looking up. A divorced father of three, Russell was a thriving stockbroker and a member of both South Carolina's Republican community and the Christian Coalition. Just hand in hand. Yes. Yes. At home, however, mm-hmm. he was sexually molesting his 15-year-old stepdaughter. Yeah. 
Susan told her high school guidance counselor and her mother about the abuse in 1987 when she was 16. Linda confronted her husband about it. He swore he'd never do it again and agreed to family therapy, but then kept abusing Susan. Gotcha. Who revealed as much in February 1988. Later that year, she attempted suicide again, working part-time at Winn-Dixie Supermarket. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, from the movie Winn-Dixie. Have you seen that movie? Uh, I don't think it's I got have. a dog. It's got the girl from Bridge to Terabithia uh, in it. I I remember the movie, but I don't think I saw it. Oh my god! Okay, which I feel like is probably okay since I probably would have been really sad about it. Oh oh yeah 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 yep yeah, yep. Yeah. So Susan was overwhelmed with an older married coworker and broke it off, broke off like her affair, mm-hmm. and swallowed an overdose of aspirin in an attempt to self harm. Doctors diagnosed her with an adjustment disorder and blamed her behavior on stress. In 1989, Susan Vaughn told her psychiatrist that her affair with her stepfather was consensual. Susan said she wasn't happy about her mother receiving all that male attention. She would ultimately find an appropriate partner in David Smith, a fellow Winn-Dixie supermarket worker who was raised a Jehovah's Witness by strict parents. Mm. My stepmom used to be a Jehovah's Witness. She was was little. Like, she didn't have a choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is fucking batshit, man. Mm -hmm. And you know my feelings on organized religion anyway. Yeah. But like, yep. whoa now. Uh, they got married after only about a year of dating, which, I mean, not really yeah. that crazy of a concept, you know? Maybe it's a little bit less likely to have, well, I don't know. Because I feel like it was like really short, like people got married really fast and then yeah. they got... And then it was, like, it went longer, and now it's, like, back to short again. Yeah, and this was also in the 80s, so I'm not really, like... I'm not sure where the norm was there. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, when my parents got married in the 80s, which, obviously, that didn't last because they got divorced. (laughs) But, um, I mean, they'd known each other since, like, ninth grade, so... I mean, there is... Obviously, they couldn't get married yet, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the 19-year-old bride was already two months pregnant with her first son, Michael, while her 20-year-old groom lost a brother to Crohn's disease and had a and had his father attempt suicide within a year. Mm. So there was a lot going on. Yeah. They both came from families tormented by tragedy, but their own family would prove to be an unhappy one as well. Almost as soon as they were wed, the Smiths would begin relentlessly arguing and cheating on each other. Great. Super healthy. Hmm. Susan Smith's most intense extramarital affair was a newfound employee at Conso Products in 1993. She began sleeping with her boss's son, Tom Finlay, in January 1994. Okay. So, one after the other. Mm -hmm. Um, But the rich, handsome 27-year-old broke things off with her in October, writing Smith a letter clarifying he wasn't ready for a relationship involving children. Okay. Yeah. On October 25th, they had a particularly upsetting conversation. Finley recalled Smith being, uh, quote, upset because David knew, or so she thought, some information that he was going to make public that upset her. It's unclear what this was, while it would later be revealed that Smith had continued having sexual relationships with her former stepfather. Mm. Uh, then, after insulting Finlay by claiming she slept with his father, he asked her to leave. Three hours later, Susan Smith reports that her, 
She was carjacked in South Carolina by a black man who took her two small children in the backseat of her car. Okay. Although authorities immediately began searching for three-year-old Michael and one-year-old Alex, they could find no trace of them or Smith's car. In a tearful TV interview sitting behind her husband at the time, she begged for the, quote, kidnapper to bring her babies back. She literally is, like, clutching a teddy bear in one of the interviews going, Mm -hmm. my baby, somebody bring my babies back. It is, it's a lot. Uh, But all the while, she knew the truth. It was her who had killed her own children. Oh, my goodness. Quote, she was very conniving, former South Carolina Law Enforcement Division Chief Robert Stewart recalled. You've never seen anyone like her before. Mm-mm. No, she was very conniving. Quote, we felt very strongly with her interviews on TV. We're not sincere. She was faking something for her TV reactions. Mm-hmm. Stewart said that from the beginning, law enforcement was skeptical of her account. Quote, we got our first break when she said the abduction happened at a traffic light in Union and that she stopped for a red light. And just out of nowhere, this black guy just came up and opened the door and jumped in the car and he had a gun. Stewart said, he continued, we learned from the Department of Transportation that that's not possible because the route she was taken was always green unless cross traffic came across. I mean, it could have. But it didn't. It didn't. Uh, Nine days later, after repeated questioning from law enforcement, she finally confessed. The sheriff of Union County at the time, Howard Wells, announced the news in a news conference that night. As he did, Gatsby could be heard from the audience of the townspeople and the media learned the horror of what happened. What she did was she took her two children and put them in the back of her car and drove them into a lake while they were conscious. And drown them. Yeah. Um, Talk about torture. Like, yeah. Like one in three years old. So, you know that lake that we drove by that I said was closed Mm -hmm. because that lady killed her children in it? This is the lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, during her trial, her defense tried to present her as a woman with a troubled past. They told jurors that she had been sexually molested for years as a child, dealt with suicide of her father at age six, and tried to kill herself twice as a teenager. Prosecutors said the motive for the killings was that she wanted to have a relationship with a wealthy Union County man who didn't want a family, and that's why she took her boys' lives. However, after it was, like, determined the fact that the boys were still alive and awake, Mm -hmm. because, you know, they can tell that in autopsies. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, no. That goes out the fucking window. No. And then the fact that she had gone on TV interviews and, like... Yeah, because she had, like, an actual, like, thought about the whole thing. Yeah. A jury convicted her in July of 1995. Prosecutors wanted the death penalty for her, but ultimately she received a punishment of life in prison. In 2000, an imprisoned Smith became embroiled in controversy again after allegedly having sex with a prison guard named Houston Cagle. That is a terrible name. Mm -hmm. Um, He was subsequently fired from his job and spent three months in jail after pleading guilty to the illicit sexual relationship. Later, another prison worker, Alfred Rowe, pleaded guilty to an illegal sexual, sexual relationship with Smith. Rowe received five years of probation in 2001. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
On July 9th, 2021, an episode of Lifetime Sailmate Secrets focused on Smith, two of her firm, former sailmates, Christy Smith, no relation, and Stephanie Holson, talk about lo- what life was like behind bars with a convicted child killer. Christy Smith claims that while at Leaf Correctional Institution in Greenwood County, South Carolina, she witnessed Susan drug habit firsthand. Quote, snort, booty, bump, swallow, shoot. I've seen her do it all. Yikes. Yeah. Christy says, my main purpose was to bring her pills and I became her guppy. Christy, who says she looked up to Susan as a mother figure. I'm sorry, what? Mm Mm-hmm. Also claims she witnessed Susan's sexual escapades firsthand. She says she often a lookout for Susan when she would have sex with other inmates in the bathroom, cafeteria, shower, and even a dumpster. She really needed that, I guess. I guess. Holson also says Smith would get a lot of money from random men and her family. Quote, she had a guy she was seeing and he used to fly up to the prison to see her, she says. Quote, she met him on the internet and he sent her a lot of money. Eventually, Christy realized that Susan was a, quote, master manipulator, Mm. not fucking shit, Sherlock, um, and they grew apart. Holson had a more sympathetic attitude toward Smith, saying she wasn't one to judge. She says, quote, you never know what someone is going through. You fucking, this lady fucking murdered her children while they were awake. Do you know what my mom said to me? When I asked her if she knew who Susan Smith was, what? she goes, when my dad or when my dad mm-hmm. and my mom were like found this out, mm-hmm. she goes, if she would have just given us the babies, we would have taken care of them. Right. Because my parents can't couldn't have children. So yeah. they adopted my brother and I. Um, but like. Yeah, I mean, the like, you think that that is your own like, that's your option. That's the option you choose. That's plan A. Okay, so. However, she had a change of heart during filming when she received more details about Smith's crimes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In the decades since her conviction, Smith has said she regrets her crimes. In 2015, she broke years of public silence with a letter written to the state newspaper. In it, she claimed she intended to kill herself and her children, but changed her plans in her final moments. Quote, I am not a mo- I am not the monster society thinks I am. I am far from it. Smith was 23 when she committed the crime. She's now 48 years old and she'll have a chance for parole in November 2024, when at that point she'll have been behind bars for 30 years. She has multiple boyfriends at all points in time. Most recently, she has been dating a divorced father of three. Hmm. Similar? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and that is the actual piece of shit that I hope rots in prison. Susan Smith. I mean, I feel like it's not really even like being in prison if you can you still do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then. Super, super. Do you think she ever really had any intention of? No. Yeah. I don't. I think she's a narcissistic person, and I I think she was going to ride the fact that someone took her kids for as mm-hmm. long as she possibly could. Yeah. Just to, like, be with that person. Mm-hmm. Or she probably wouldn't have even been with right. for very long. Yeah. It sucks, man. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. On lots of 
And lo- for lots of reasons. Mm, yeah. But that is my case for this week. Um, sorry this episode was up a little late, but we were tired. <laughs> it's been a whole thing. Sierra had to drive like 11 hours, 12 hours yesterday, mm-hmm. which was this past Monday. So, I mean, it is it is a thing. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, well after that... Um, please visit our website, paranormpodcast.com for personal resources. Um, if you or anyone, you know, um, is, is feeling like their only option is a a way out and not a good way out. Mm -hmm. Um, there are resources on there that relate nothing back to us. We don't know if you clicked on it. We don't know if you talked to someone, um, but please reach out because you are important and we see you. So, Sierra, plug the other things. Uh, while you're there, if you would like to check out um, information about the episode, the sources, I usually have like a couple of pictures out there. Really, a couple to. of pictures. This lady, no, no, she ain't cute. Which is always the case. I feel like it is. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, Instagram? Yeah. The metaverse? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Paranormal Podcast on there. You can send us mail. <gasps> to the P.O. Box. Yeah, P.O. Box 1416, Monroe, North Carolina, 28111. That's three ones, motherfuckers. It is. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's 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 all the news I've got for you. Um, I've, I've I haven't brought home any new plants this week. I brought home three new plants last week mm-hmm. <laughs> and a bunch of new pots. Yeah, but I got a really pretty orchid. I'll attach a picture of the orchid on the blog. I'll send a picture to Sierra so she can attach the picture <laughs> to the blog. I'm going to send the picture right now so I don't forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, her I name is Arabella. I apologize for all the pictures that we said we were going to post, but then we never did. Because um, we I forget. forget. Yeah. I forget what I talk about half the time, so. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly my fault, but whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to the fair, guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, I went to the fair, okay? It was an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for other reasons besides it being the fair. We waited in line for Funnel Cake for 45 minutes. Then I was getting off this roller coaster thing, mm-hmm. and I was walking down the ramp. I told you this, right? Yeah. Okay, I was walking down the ramp, Sierra. Imagine it. Me walking. Okay. Can't do it. No. Okay, it's really hard to picture. Me walking down the ramp, and all of a sudden, I step my foot onto the bottom part of the ramp, and the entire thing collapses underneath me. I am shooketh. I am also in pain, because it, like jolted me and mm-hmm. I landed pretty hard yeah uh, but the lady behind me grabbed me <laughs> I was like I got you and I was like I don't know where I'm going thank goodness you do yeah um so it was a it was a whole task a whole task it was a whole task um but yeah uh funnel cake was good mm-hmm. corn dog was cold mm. the case of the cold corn dog <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.